The Mind Aware, 361. Well, it starts with you feeling good. So excited to have 15 to 30 minutes of just pure fun right now. This is going to be good. Yay! I love that. <laughs> oh, that sounds nice. I'd like that. I'll mm. get that for myself right now. Be perfect every minute of every day. Never have another drop of sugar. Because I think if you say that to people, everybody's going to freak out. Hi, Dana. It's great to see you. I mean, not see you, but be with you today. <laughs> what I found to be the secret. <laughs> Who doesn't want to be great? I love it. You know, when you're clear, what you choose to show up in your life will and only to the extent that you're clear. That's the amazing capacity of the human mind. Hello, everyone. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show, and welcome, welcome. You know, we have a really exciting call today because I am here with intuitive life coach Michelle Wolf, and we're going to talk about chronic negative thinking because I really, if I had to say one thing that is pretty much universal and plagues, plagues so many people, it's some topic, you might have one area, maybe you're good at thinking positive in a lot of different areas, but you have this one area that's just a sticking point. Have you ever caught that? Have you ever caught yourself doing that? Like you're going about your day and you can just feel this underlying thing that's kind of bugging you. And so you use all of your tricks that you've got, all your brain training tricks, and you try to shake it and try to shake it and it creeps back in again. And then you shake it, you shake it and it creeps back in. I mean, it's not uncommon to have a place where you feel stuck. So how do you get unstuck? Well, we're going to find out right now because we're going to talk to Michelle Wolf. Hi, Michelle. Hello. It's, it's so good to be here with you. And so this is pretty common, isn't it? Yes. It's, if you're human, it's common. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think my cat gets too stuck, I have to say. I'm no, kind of jealous. No. They've mastered a skill that we haven't. Yeah, that's right. Yes is is the key word, right? Right, yeah. (laughs) So what kind of issues, you know, you work with a lot of clients one-on-one, and when they're coming to you with things, what kind of things are you hearing are some of the more common themes for chronic negative thinking? You know, people tend to get stuck in one of three areas. They get stuck in their career, they get stuck in love, or they get stuck in money. So usually those three areas, two will be working okay, like they can do their mindset work, they can make some progress, and then the third is like they just cannot shift it. They really struggle. It's usually one of those three. I can see that, and I'm glad that you brought that up, that you can be really good in some areas but not in others. And so is the first step in this, like how do you start to – kind of wake up and realize like, okay, this is something I want to shift. Like you have, in order to get help for a problem, you have to kind of know you have a problem, right? Right. And people typically figure out they have a problem when they just keep finding the same partner. They break up with a partner and they end up with the same partner with a different face. Uh, Or they think the problem is the job. So they'll change jobs. They get the same boss with a different face. Um, or they'll, you know, pay off all their credit cards and they'll be doing fine. Next thing you know, they're approaching bankruptcy again. And so once people 
go through that pattern long enough that it becomes a pattern or sometimes people will point out, hey, it seems like you're dating the same guy over and over again and people will start to question it. Uh, but typically it's from repeated pain where it just keeps not working out and not working out. And then you finally just throw your hands in the air and say, what is going on here? Why can't I make a difference here? Wow. That's when I, that's, I run it. Yeah, that's a really interesting point. I can see that where you start to see these cyclical patterns in your life that happen over and over again. And it's challenging because when you do get the same results over and over again, the natural thing to do that we catch ourselves in is to have that chronic thinking and do it. And it becomes about us like, why am I bad? Or why am I, why can't I get over this? Or I should know better than this all of those things and so what is the kind of permanent solution then where do you start well everything starts with the breath just the most practical tool is if you start some kind of daily practice where you're watching your breath or doing a little meditation or um, just sitting quietly then that is the primary teensy weensy starting point because with that daily practice, it builds a cumulative state where you can start to have awareness and begin to sort of hear all the different voices in your head, you know, like there's a whole chorus in there. And with daily practice of awareness, and you can start to hear, oh, that's the voice that complains, and that's the voice that's positive, and and then that's the voice that's observing all the other voices. Um, and when you start to get just a little bit of awareness, then you can start to see, like, how come I can do it in my career, but I can't seem to sustain a relationship? Or how come all of that's fine, but I can't, I, I'm spending money mindlessly um, or overeating mindlessly, some sort of compulsive behavior mindlessly. So mindfulness is the very first antidote to look at. Michelle, we're not- I adore you. I want to say so many things about this. Because you have no idea. Like, there's so many things. First of all, it's so obviously that you're, you know, insatiably curious, you know, like me, too. I have this kind of saying yeah. where it's like, live for 10 minutes and then analyze it for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> so what just happened during that 10 minutes that I actually live life? And then the other piece is, it sounds simple to start with the breath, but here's why this is so powerful. And I'm sure if you weren't planning to say this, I'm going to say it now that it's even a good idea to put some reminders on your phone to remind yourself to stop and breathe even for 60 seconds or a certain number of breaths in and out because I I have 11. Oh, good. What is it? I have 11 reminders on my phone that go off during the day. It's great. And for just even a minute, it makes a difference. But the reason why I want to piggyback on what you're saying, because it's so powerful, is that I know one of your specialties or one of the things you're really good at is helping people to embody things. And I know you do a lot of work with people who are, I guess maybe I'm going to call them empaths. I don't know what you call them, but people who seem to take on other people's energy. I think starting in the body like that with the breath, I know it's my experience when I do the breath work or I have a regular meditation practice, you actually, your thinking starts to slow down and that's what makes it so powerful. And so- Anything more on that? Because I think that's, I don't want to gloss over the idea of just stopping and breathing. Do you have anything more you want to add on that? Well, stopping and breathing is the most powerful thing that you can do to interrupt your cycle. Because when you, we think a stressful thought, right? And then we start the thought train. 
and all your, you know, just biology, your blood flow starts to go back to your survival centers because you've been thinking stressful thoughts and your body starts to respond. It's going to be chased by a saber-toothed tiger any moment now, you know, because it's old. And so all that blood flow goes back here. Then you don't have much up here to objectively evaluate. What am I thinking? What am I doing? What's actually going on here? What kind of story am I telling? And where did I even get this story to begin with? Like without that breath grounding in the body and just taking a moment to settle and go, wait a minute, what's actually happening right now? Like what's the temperature in the room? What am I, where are my feet? <laughs> you know, where, where is, where am I in time and space? Uh, with, without that coming first, then everything else is just thought and mind. And so you never get any integration or any real traction because you've left your body out of the equation. And if your body's not involved, you make lots of progress in your head, but you never see that playing out in your life because you've left your life's vehicle out. Nice. Yeah, I totally, I'm totally with you 100% on this. It's a bit like hitting the reset button. You're reconnecting with that inner, more knowledgeable part of you. You're bringing yourself back to the moment. You're slowing down your thinking. You're relieving stress and all of that good stuff. I mean, just such good advice. So let's say I have a particular topic that I know I chronically think about. And I've already kind of busted myself on it. And now I've started a practice, like you say, of setting some reminders, 11 reminders on the phone, which is a great number. Power yeah. number, 11 is a good power number. And then, you know, yeah. doing the breathing. Is there anything else I can do when I catch myself in that moment, having that feeling in my gut of that chronic negative thinking? You know what I encourage people to do is to even put a hand on your body. Uh, uh, it's typically in the stomach or the chest. People feel that tension, stomach or chest. You put a hand on that body and just start to ask yourself some questions. Just that, you know, what's happening? What just, what was I just thinking? Um, you know, where is my attention? Where have I been the last 15 minutes, um, you know, or 15 hours um, to just uh, bring all the attention back to this moment so you can begin to do effective analysis like the, the hamster wheel analysis isn't very effective, but once you're grounded and you can start to ask those questions, the information comes like, oh, I just saw my ex go down the street with his new girlfriend or whatever. And then that triggered this whole thing that people generally aren't even aware of. And then if you're in a stuck place, then the current thing is being triggered, but it's also triggering back in time all the other things that are remotely similar to that. So there's all these layers, but the starting point of uh, starting to sift through them is getting anchored in the body and getting aware and starting to ask the questions. So breath and then question yeah. what's happening. Well, actually, and that's the next question I want to ask you, Michelle, is what would be some of those questions? Like what would be some good, I think you called it effective analysis. What would be yeah. what would be some questions that you could ask yourself that would help help you unravel what you're going through? You know, putting your hand on your body, slowing the breath, and now what? Now you can do um, so. A lot of people are familiar with Byron Katie's uh, body of work called the work. Um, there's also 
prior to her work was rationally emotive behavioral therapy. And it goes all the way back to our oldest writings that say it's not what's happening in front of you. It's what you're telling yourself, as you say. It's not the thing. It's what you're telling yourself about the thing. So the questions are describing to yourself what's happening. Okay, here's what I thought she said. Is that really what she said? And how does it really matter to the point that I'm making it matter? And what am I understanding about this situation? And what am I feeling? And is it true? I, I love the Byron Katie work. The very, very first question is, is it true? Well, our immediate response is almost always, well, of course it's true. But if we ask the second question, was, is, it, is it really true? We often don't know. So we attribute meaning to she gave us a look and we turn it into a whole story. And when we ask that second question, is it really true that she's mad at me? If we're calm and we've done our grounding work, then the answer to that typically is, well, I don't know. Because I haven't asked her. Are you mad at me? I saw a look on your face. Or is there something we need to talk about? Um, you haven't verified it. You've, you're making up evidence in your head about it. So when you start to break that down, then you can choose an action. Okay, do I just need to sit and remind myself that I'm okay? That even if somebody's mad at me, I'm still okay. Like I can, I'm, I'm an adult. I'm steady and grounded now and I can go ask the questions that can give me the answers then rather than sitting and making up answers on my own. Um, but a lot of times it's just, I'm all right. Even if someone's mad, I'm okay right now. I'm okay. Nothing's, nothing's here trying to hurt me. I'm not starving. I've got a roof over my head. You know, just real basic, practical things. And then you can decide, okay, do I want to go ask about that expression on her face? Do I want to just let it go? Like, does it really matter? And then what do I want to do now? Do I need to get back to work? Should I take a walk? Like, burn off some of this anxiety energy? But you can start asking the questions, gives you the information to then choose the next action you're going to take. Yeah, I like it. It's like soothing yourself and really putting yourself in reality. I think almost every argument is us deciding what we think other people are thinking <laughs> rather, than, <laughs> rather than really <laughs> rather than knowing the truth. And so so it's like it's almost like you're taking the gear down from revved up to now you're soothing it and you're bringing it down a gear and you're letting it settle and you're shifting your emotional state so that when you shift your emotional state, you start to use a better brain, you start to get better answers. Yeah. And I like that, Michelle, that you gave multiple choices. Sometimes you want the clarification, you want to have the conversation like, you know, well, you hurt my feelings when you said this. I don't think you really meant that. Yeah. Did you mean that? And sometimes you just want to go like, well, I know they didn't mean that. I'm just yeah. going to let it go. So it's it's nice yeah. that once you're thinking with your right brain, you can get those answers. And But you can't think with your right brain if you're just on monkey mind rather than embodied in your body. So it's almost like step one, get in your body. Step Absolutely. two, now use your better brain. Now that you're in yeah. your body, now you can trust your yeah. better brain. Have I got that right? Absolutely. And that's when our mindset work is really, really powerful because you're already in your body. So the work you're doing has a chance to take root yeah. and actually become permanent so that you aren't 
a year down the road and going, why am I still in this position? I'm doing all this mindset work. If you're doing all that mindset work, but you're not grounded in your body, you're really just spinning your wheels. So you might be making a little progress, but there's, you can, I mean, there's nothing wasted in that. But if you want real traction and to really get going, you've got to be in your body first. And when you're in that state, that's when a lot of our childhood stuff we can just let go of. But there's a few things here and there that are anchoring that stuckness. And it's usually just a, a misunderstanding, another misperception somewhere between three and seven years old. And you'll know that that's what it is if you keep coming back to that and coming back to it and coming back to it and you are getting grounded and you you're aware now that there's something maybe in your blind spot and that's the point when you need to get other eyes on it so get a coach get a therapist get someone who does the work get someone who's familiar with okay then you've got a story from childhood and we can unravel those stories in the same way we would unravel them for ourselves today by asking a lot of questions like well this happened and so my mom hated me. Well, did she or was she a single mom and was trying to feed you and your brothers and sisters and was doing her best? And she shouted at you, not because she hated you, but because she was a woman overwhelmed. Yeah, stressed. She was stressed out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that goes away. Well, and you know what else? When you can learn to give your parents a break, you can learn to give yourself a break, too. <laughs> That's the truth. Is it really? It's like they're they're just out there doing the best they can. Michelle, man, good stuff. And I couldn't agree more. It's like unpeeling the onion. And sometimes you find that thing, that thing that's kind of like was a misunderstanding to begin with. I'd love to talk about that more. But perfect segue, talking about getting a mentor. And I, so I want to address this now because we're going to take a break. For those of you who would like to learn more about the work that Michelle does, why don't you book a discovery call with her? Because she actually will do a free discovery call with you. You can find the link over on her website. Her website is that Michelle Wolf. That one, right? You remember to put that that in front. That Michelle Wolf. Michelle's got two L's in it, and Wolf has got two F's. We'll include the link here, and we'll include it under the interview too. But it's M I C H E L L E W O L F F. Her website is that Michelle Wolf. Check it out. Here's another benefit too. If you do end up booking a discovery call where she can talk with you, kind of help you unravel or figure out where you're stuck and kind of let you know what next steps would be. You also get access to one of her grounding meditations that really helps get you in your body. So let's take a break. For those of you that don't know, we are here live every Tuesday and Thursday on Facebook. So if you want to be part of the discussion, come on over to Facebook. If you go to DanaWild.com slash updates, you can type the word yes on that post. Get over here and you'll hear when we go live and you can ask questions. We'll be right back with more good stuff about unpeeling that onion in just a moment. You know how Dana is always saying that feeling good is the most important thing you can do to build your business? Well, one way to feel good is to get a daily mantra sent to your email every day. You'll get new ideas for your own personal mantras, and these daily mantras will start your day with a positive jolt. To get your daily mantra, go to DanaWild.com slash mantra, or text 44222 with the word mantras. That's mantras with an S on the end. 
That's text number 44222 with the word mantras. That's M-A-N-T-R-A-S. Or just go online to DanaWild.com slash mantra to get your daily mantra today. Start your day feeling good so you can take positive intentional action in your business. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Mind Aware Show. Hey, we're having a really good conversation with Michelle Wolf. You can find her over at that Michelle Wolf. Michelle has two L's. Wolf has two F's. No E in the end. Dot com. <laughs> when you go over there, you can see that you can book a discovery call with her because I think some of this, you know, she made a point earlier where sometimes the stories we tell or the chronic feelings we have, uh, you know, we can unravel them ourselves and we can start to ask questions and unravel them ourselves. But sometimes when you've got that outside set of eyes, and I know I've experienced this with helping people with their marketing or their branding or all sorts of things, you can always see somebody else better than you can see yourself. You know, you've had that experience, I'm sure, where you meet somebody and it's so obvious what the story they're telling is, but they're just blind to it. And so this is a good reason to to book a discovery call. It's my favorite price. It's free. And you can kind of learn what the next steps are for getting unstuck. Now, before the break, Michelle, you kind of alluded to or talked about that sometimes we have these misunderstandings because something significant happens in our childhood between three and seven. And nearly always we have misinterpreted it somehow. We've misinterpreted it as it being about us when really it might have just been about the stressed out mom or the situation. And so do you think that when you discover something like that, is it enough just to be discover it? Or is there some other step you can take with it that helps to ease and soothe that kind of remembrance? Well, what I like to do is use the energy centers of the body, the chakra system or chakra, the, the different pronunciations. But what I found is in a really stuck spot like that, it'll be connected to one of those centers depending on age and how it impacted you. So what I do is take people into a guided visualization um, where we just go with the feeling, okay, you, you have the memory, how does it feel and where do you feel it in your body? And then we explore that. It's a little like following a breadcrumb trail. So they'll say, well, I remember being at the hospital with my grandmother or something. And I'll say, okay, where are you feeling that? The body holds the memory. And so if we stay connected to the sensations as they wander around through the body, then when we find it, generally there's a big emotional release and an understanding that what I saw with my or experienced with my five-year-old eyes and brain is not the total picture of what happened. I had my five-year-old limited experience, but there was this whole other story going on all around me that I couldn't see because I was five. So when we find that and there's the emotional release, then I just have people imagine, you know, filling their systems with light, um, soothing again, filling up doing forgiveness work if we need to do that, um, saying things that needed to be said. Because the and the thing, the analogy I like to use is if you and I are standing at the kitchen stove and we're cooking together and there's hot stuff everywhere and I bump into you and you burn yourself, 
I didn't mean to bump into you. It was an accident. But you did get burned, and we do still have to deal with that. So it's a little like that. Like, the adults around us don't generally mean to hurt us, but they just do because that's life. And we can tend to that sore spot, that burned place, um, and make it better with understanding and visualization and some energy work and then the mindset work of then you have to coach yourself out of the habit of perceiving authority figures as hating you or wherever that's playing out in your life. That makes sense. I really appreciate this kind of work a lot because I know in the past I've done a lot of this type of work and it's so freeing once you get past all of that old kind of crap that you really, yeah. it's just old crappy stories that it's its just gone and it's released and it feels so good just to be, I mean, free is the word I keep using, just free from it. And yeah, so I really appreciate that there's somebody like you out there in the world doing this work because I think it, it is something that it gives such a sense of relief and such a sense of release. So I, I just appreciate you being here, yeah. Michelle. Do you have any kind of additional parting comment you want to give to everybody before we say goodbye? I think for people just to understand that when these things are happening, it, it happens to everyone. Everyone has a stuck place. You're not stupid. You're not a failure. It's not that you can't figure it out. It's that you're missing some information. Um, you're in a blind spot. Therefore, you cannot see because it is a blind spot. You know, we call it that for a reason. Being in a blind spot has nothing to do with your level of intelligence or a competence or skill in the world. So just to remind people that everyone has these places and everyone needs help getting through them and getting through them is 100% possible. Bam. That's it. There you have it. Mic drop. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much. This was so much fun. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Oh, thank you. And you totally get this, right? I mean, you hear what she's saying. It's like sometimes you get stuck. You do get a blind spot to it. It is. It's like, gosh, I just want to get past this and I want to get through it. And isn't it nice to know that you can start in the body. You can start with your awareness. You can start with your breathing. You can set those reminders on your phone. And and by getting in your body and by focusing on your breath and your connection, you can start to slow down those thoughts. And when you start to slow them down, it starts to get so easy to see what the stories are. Being real with yourself, being honest with yourself and being able to tell yourself, you know, hey, I am making something up here. I don't know that this is true. I'm just saying this because this is my reaction. But once you're out of that immediate hit and that immediate emotional reaction, slowing down and getting in your body, you can start to see it more clearly. It starts to become easier to release it. It becomes easier to turn it around. And and if you need to, there's always help out there. You can always get it. But the best part is... You can start now and you can start today just by having a desire to be more honest with yourself, to be more aware and to be more embodied in your own skin, to feel those emotions fully and to be more present in every moment. And you know what? You're already on your way and you're already doing it. And we're going to see you next time on The Mind Aware. Well, I don't know if this is the right analogy, but it's like, kind of like being drunk and like you got to get into your house. You know, like, okay, just walk <laughs> up the walkway, you know, one foot in front of the other. Holy free holies, right? 
Oh, they'll get my smile later. Later they'll think that that crazy lady was smiling at me. <laughs> You're oh, doing yeah. the dishes and he's playing the banjo. We're talking fresh from your juicer. Each day is a new life we can create. I'm not looking at your smartphone or thinking about your next meeting, but just listening to people. If you're aware that we own a monkey. Because we're all about joy here at the Mind Aware, right?